If you're a Cleveland Browns fan looking for a break from the emotional roller coaster that is the price we pay from loving than hating our Browns, then a big welcome to Cleveland Browns Anonymous, a group therapy podcast to help you survive the season. So let's start our meeting. Hi, everybody. This is Mike Riley. We've had a little bit of a break, but we're catching up with the uh, Browns wrap-up for the 23 season. With me is uh, my partner, Brooke Riley. Brooke, how you doing? I'm doing well. All right, so let's do a uh, post-mortem on the Browns season. Let's start with you. General thoughts. Well, I think they improved from last year. I'd be surprised if Stefanski doesn't win Coach of the Year. Uh, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with Flacco. I'm glad Schwartz isn't leaving as defensive coordinator. Is that for sure? Uh, well, I mean, the rumors are that he's not, he hasn't gotten one request to interview. So, and there's only a couple jobs left open. So, I mean, I'd be shocked if he leaves. I was a little surprised that a lot of the offensive staff left, but that might be something, you know, to do with maybe tweaking the offense to be more of a Deshaun Watson offense, which kind of scares me because I don't know what to expect of that guy anymore. Well, he was a top top five quarterback, you know, before all the shit happened. So I think the Browns uh, are seeing that. I think a lot of the uh, Stump Mitchell, uh, Alex Van Pelt, exits, the tight end coaches. I think um, Brown's front office got a real taste of what changes in key coaching can do, especially, you know, when they saw the impact that Jim Schwartz is. The only concern I have, I mean, I hope Schwartz stays. And the irony of it is with Schwartz, let me stay on him, is that uh, his he kind of dropped an egg against, you know, the, in the playoff game. That defense was far from dominant, and that may have hurt his chances as a as a head coach, where teams are looking for maybe young, bright assistants in the Stefanski mold. As you know, and, and uh, who's the uh, the Texans coach, D'Amico Ryan? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're looking at him hiring another D'Amico Ryan as opposed to hiring a retread like Jim Schwartz, who you know maybe the word on the street is the guy reached his. I mean, as defensive coordinator, he's right up there with Bill Callahan, line coach, but uh, head coach, eh, question mark. So, you know, I'm hoping Schwartz stays. I mean, final thought on Jim Schwartz. I mean, look at the difference between that Browns defense with Schwartz as opposed to Joe Woods. Just unbelievable. I think there's going to be some changes. It'll be interesting to see the impact. A second year with Jim Schwartz working with Andrew Barry and Stefanski, you know, in the brain trust, the scouts, and who they signed free agent. Because they really, that what that Texan game exposed was, if they're not developing a pass rush on that front four and they're playing man-to-man, they're going to get killed. They're going to get lit up. So it'll be interesting to see who they, I don't think they're going to re-sign Zadarius Smith. I mean, he was a no-show in that Texas game. But, uh, you know, additional thoughts on uh, coaches. I just 
pray to God, Bill Callahan sticks around. So your thoughts? Yeah, I think it'd be a real loss if Bill Callahan left. I am curious to see how the new offensive coordinator is going to be if he's actually going to be an offensive uh, coordinator actually calling the plays. I don't um, think he's going I don't think he's going to be calling the plays, Brooke. I think what they're looking for is Dorsey bringing what he brought to Cam Newton. Um which got them to the Super Bowl. I think they're trying to see if Dorsey can do the same magic with uh, Deshaun Watson he did with Cam Newton. Your thoughts? I don't know. I don't think you hire someone like Ken Dorsey and not have him call the plays. I mean, hey, I could be wrong. Maybe there was an agreed-upon thing with Stefanski and the coaching staff where if you know they didn't meet certain expectations that he needed to hire someone to actually – call the plays right uh but i think ken dorsey is i mean he's not a nobody he's not you know a genius but i don't think he would have agreed to come here to not be able to call plays right okay but we'll see yeah i think flacco i would love to see the browns sign him as a backup i think his interceptions were overblown when you think about half his interceptions were either guys running the wrong routes, um, Tillman clanging off his hands, running the wrong route, not being where he's supposed to be, and a lot of garbage time right before halftime, heaves by Flacco to see if they can get a Hail Mary. But that Texans game – Honestly, my gut is – I have this gut. I mean, this gut feeling that Watson is washed up. I really think he's done. I mean, they're not going to cut him. Obviously, he's the starter, but I just do not see how you go back. To, I mean, yeah, he was a top five quarterback four or five years ago. That's a long time. I don't think he'll ever come back to who he was, and I think the offense thrives better with a quarterback like. Joe Flacco, just a gunslinger. Hey, let's stop here. We got to pay some bills. 30 seconds and we'll be back. Getting your house ready to sell or you just need some basic repairs and you can't get anybody to come out or even return your phone call. Then call Riley Painting and Contracting, your home mechanics. For all of your home repair needs from electrical, plumbing, roof repairs, and getting your house ready to sell. 45 years in the business, a triple A on the Better Business Bureau, and we're on the preferred contractor list in Cleveland Heights and Shaker Heights. You can contact us by calling 216-371-8160 and leave a message, and guess what? We'll call you back. Well. They brought Dorsey in. They're they're stuck with Watson. They can't trade him. He's got an, he, he's got to approve the trade. I think they're going to try. They're going to well, try. No one's going to. No one will trade for him. But I don't know. Every season with the Browns, my gut feeling with them has always been spot on. 
when they hired Freddie, when they brought in Odell, I was, you know, everyone was hyped up and I was like, I, I got a bad feeling about this last year. It was, I don't think Watson is ever going to come back to who he was. Well, he's still a relatively young guy. I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't crossed that 30 year old line. And, uh, Again, I think they brought Dor- Dorsey in to get the most out of Watson, and they're gonna. It's gonna be full speed ahead, Watson, next year. I mean, he looked real good against the Ravens. I mean, he was. That's the. You know, it's typical Browns. You know, it, it, once he started, he get go. You know, he felt better with the shoulder, and you know, we later found out that that was was more than anybody thought. But still, I mean, he gutted it out. He played great against the Ravens. We beat the Ravens and, you know, just poured it on in the second half. I mean, just look at Lamar Jackson. I mean, another bust in the postseason. I mean, well, okay. Well, let's save that for another podcast when they start looking at I mean, at, yeah, he doesn't know. have success in the playoffs, but he's a top five uh, quarterback in this league. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what what's – really brought things home when you think about who's in the Super Bowl. The bit one of the big factors is you got to be lucky with injuries. I mean the Browns were just decimated on offensive line. They lost Nick Chubb. Can you imagine if we had that O line with Nick Chubb and Flacco? Oh my God. I mean that would you know I mean Well it's almost it's almost like the I know Bill Simmons says this a lot. It's the Patrick Ewing effect where you take away your best player and you actually improve. Yeah. So yeah. hey, I love Chubb. I you know, he's another guy. He might get cut. But most they got a lot of big decisions uh yeah. in the next in the next year. Yeah. Well, but hey, it. it but hey, it's nice to not be the laughing stock. You know, we're a good team, not the best team, but we're moving in the right direction. Exactly. And we got a lot of young, don't underestimate all the young players we have. I mean, uh, JOK had a great game against the Texans. Emerson, we got a fairly young secondary. Big question mark on Denzel. I, I would not be surprised if. They orchestrated a trade with him. That guy is very fragile. I mean, he he's missing half the season, it seems. I mean, he was subpar in the Texans game. I think he missed like six games, seven games. He's had a couple of concussions. I mean, great player when he's on the field, but doesn't seem to be on the field. So, But you're right. A lot of, uh, a lot of changes coming up, but... I think the Browns, it was amazing how they got to the playoffs, playing four quarterbacks. Um, it's a testament to uh, Schwartz. Great job he did. Bill Callahan getting the most out of all these, uh, you know, players coming in. The guy who played left tackle. I think uh, Hudson got exposed at right tackle in that Texans game. I mean, he was a virtual revolver, revolving door. So, but again, we've got uh, what's this? We got Conklin coming back, and we've got that. Uh, I'm sorry, the rookie from Ohio State, right tackle. Oh yeah. So, and he was he was a beast. So you know, kudos to Andrew Barry and Stefanski, but Andrew Barry just seems to be 
a savant when it comes to drafting. So, uh, and especially picking up linemen and then sending them to the Bill Callahan school. So, anyways, any more final recaps on the Browns? No. Was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised when Chubb went down, Watson went down, you know, to see where they ended up. You know, I wish the Texans game was a different story, but it's always a good season when you can watch, a, you know, your team play in the playoffs, even if it's for a game. But how about my last thought is the AFC North is by far the hardest division in football. And I wish we were in the AFC South with the, you know, with the Jaguars and the Titans. And I mean, it's like Pittsburgh made the playoffs. Ravens made the playoffs. Cincinnati was still competitive, even though Joe Burrow went down. So it's a tough, 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 yeah. tough division. Yeah, I agree. I got one final thought, and that'll be uh, teeing up for our next podcast, which will be next week. Um, as we preview the Super Bowl, is uh, following who gets hired as coaches. And uh, I'm going to be keeping a special eye on Bill Belichick because I think teams would be crazy to hire him as a head coach because he's going to want to have full control. He's going to want to be the GM, and this guy stinks as a GM in terms of drafting. And it reminds me, people forget, his time in Cleveland, he had atrocious drafts. And he does not know how to develop quarterbacks. That's loud and clear. Um, Mac Jones is a train wreck. So we're going to talk about all the coaches out there, the good, bad, and ugly. Hopefully we'll have some word on Bill Callahan, whether he's going to stick around. So that's in our upcoming podcast. What would you like to talk yeah. about, Brooke? Our next podcast? Yeah. Well, I know we touched on it in our meeting today um, in terms of the small business confidential is you don't know until you meet payroll. All right. Well, that's coming up on our other podcast, Small Business Confidential. But for now, Cleveland Browns, they did okay given all the injuries. So we'll pick it up next week up for our Super Bowl preview. All right, Brooke? Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Cleveland Browns Anonymous podcast with Mike Riley. We have a lot more content on the way as we get this new podcast started. You can also check out some of our other podcasts, like the Cleveland Real Estate Investor Podcast and other new ones that will start soon. On any platform that you find yourself listening to us on, feel free to leave us a like or comment. Or follow us. It always helps. 